The failure of the online grocer Supi has renewed calls for structural intervention in the supermarket sector. Supi was set up two years ago to try and bring more competition to the market, but yesterday went into voluntary administration with debt of about $3 million after a key investor pulled out. 120 Supi employees are now out of a job and have been told they won't be paid for the last two weeks or their annual leave. Supi founder Sarah Borle says she's working with administrators on closing the business as efficiently as possible. Last year, the Commerce Commission published its final report into the grocery sector with one proposal, the structural separation of the wholesale food market, and the forced sale of some sites. But in the end, that option was not adopted. Instead, the Commission recommended the establishment of a grocery commissioner and a code of conduct for the sector. Matthew Lane is the general manager of the night and day chain of convenience stores. He says Supi founder Sarah Ball texts Edwards from Monopoly Watch and himself with alone voices in submitting to the Commerce Commission. During the market study, there was three key people speaking out against the Joffley. There's obviously myself, Sarah and Tex Edwards, who um, Tex has moved on to the building study um, by, by all counts. And Supi was the one genuinely trying to crack into that market and put a lot of pressure on the supermarket. So to see her, um, I guess to see Supi go, go into administrations, really gutting to see. And my heart goes out to Sarah because I know how much passion and energy she put into Supi. Um, and to see, see that there tip over is, is obviously gutting to see. Look, there's a lot still to come out, but there is always the challenge in a growth phase of, of a business like this uh, that the cash flow is not there. We don't know what's happened with, with potential um, investment that may have been hopeful that didn't come through. There's stuff we don't know. Um, but can you comment on, I guess, the challenge that that company had taken on and how it was doing? Yeah, I think taking on a market that's saturated by two competitors is always going to be difficult to crack into. Um, you see the creditors of owing a $3 million compared to Woolworths spending $400 million just on a rebrand shows the scale of what these competitors can work at versus what any entrant can. What, what would you point to as being the real pinch point in the development of where the company's at, from your knowledge of operating in this centre, at the sector? Simply put, it's scale. Um, the, the other two have significant, significant scale. Um, scale gives you, gives you time and it also allows you to weather any storms. Um, to try and break into a market when you have those two competitors up against you is, is always going to be challenging. And uh, look, I'm not surprised because... I don't believe it's a market any independent or upcoming um, competitor that can compete in. I've said that the whole way through. Um, we, we two people are so entrenched in an industry for so long and had it to themselves, um, it's, it's you know, near on impossible to actually break that down piece by piece. The night and day um, franchise of stores, where are you at in what you would consider to be competition or breaking into competition with the supermarkets? 
Yeah, we do compete with supermarkets and we do compete heavily in that grocery space. We just can't compete on price. Um, we want to pass more value on to consumers, but we can't obtain the products at a, at a reasonable price to be able to do that um, until there is some form of rebalance in terms of um, the, the price they can pay, which you know, is, is obviously a lot cheaper than what we can. But we find ourselves in a position having to buy products at a higher retail higher price than what the retail price is. As long as the wholesale market has that imbalance that you're purchasing as wholesale higher than what they are selling as retail, it shows a fundamentally broken market. So the Commerce Commission draft report last year talked about possible structural separation of the wholesale food market, uh, among other things. Has anything changed? That that option was not agreed to by the government. It was also talking about the possible for sale of some sites. But has anything changed in the wholesale part of the system? Certainly not anything that is materially impactful on competition. Um, I certainly wouldn't have confidence based on the existing wholesale market to accelerate our grocery offering or go into that sort of traditional big box where you can provide a lot cheaper prices to customers. Um, you know, I think when you even look at the market itself, there's been very little, um, I guess, activity in the market, given the amount of shake-up that has been promised. I think that just shows a, a lack of confidence that there's been enough done to create competition in the marketplace. Well, there was talk of Aldi and Costco starting up, international uh, brands starting up. They haven't. The warehouse has tried and has only managed to sell a, a small range of grocery items. Uh, and there was that kerfuffle around the difficulties getting wheat bicks for a day or two. Um, yeah. I mean, to, to, to you, is this a sign that hot off the heels of that Commerce Commission report, everybody's looking at this and saying, nah, not workable? I think so. Um, and I, we've got to be careful that we don't place too much reliance on the Aldis or the Costco's because it's also a very large part of regional New Zealand that won't have access to those prices. You know, it needs to be a nationwide fix, not just the reliant on, on a couple of internationals parking up in Christchurch, Auckland and Wellington. So I think you know, there's a wider issue to be had here that we ensure that savings can be passed on to all New Zealanders and not just those in the, the urban settings. What do you believe the impact of an admittedly very small player compared to the big two? But what do you believe the impact this w- will have on, on competition or indeed on the ambitions of others? Well, look, we welcome any competition to the market. Um, we, we obviously a bit of a drop in the ocean compared to the other two. Um, we've always sort of, for the last 30 years, worked in this space, and by and large, our, our groceries have been in hibernation until we can get true terms that, that reflect the ability to, to ramp up that space. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult position. Um, the reliance on internationals, that's going to take time. Um, without actually better confidence in the marketplace, there's, there's just not going to be the activity needed in the, the short term. So you've got the Code of Conduct for supermarkets, which is actually about their suppliers as much as anything. You've got the new Grocery Commissioner established. Your comment? Yeah, look, it steps in the right direction. Suppliers have needed um, that that support given the power that, that two two retailers have and, and the impact on their business. So I welcome that um, with open arms. But I think, you know, as, as long as you've got those two major players, they will do what they have to. They're not offering anything they've had, you know, many years to, to bring wholesale into the market at competitive prices. 
um, everything that they will do is begrudgingly and they'll target those minimum standards to satisfy any requirements put on them. That's Matthew Lane, who's General Manager of the Night and Day Chain of Convenience Stores. It was another of the submitters to the Commerce Commission, uh, another of the voices seeking a structural intervention in the market. Well, we approached Sarah Ball, the founder of Supi, for an interview. She said she was unable to talk, but she did send us a statement. I'm devastated. I've put absolutely everything into Supi. I'm so grateful for all Supi's supporters, employees, customers, suppliers and shareholders. Together we fought so hard to introduce competition into the market so that Kiwis could get a fairer deal for their groceries. Uh, I'm also grateful for the outpouring of support from the business uh, community who've offered jobs to our team in the recruitment industry for offering their assistance too. I won't be commenting further for now. My focus is on working with the administrators on the huge legal and operational process to close the business as efficiently as possible.